books are the best way now to differentiate yourself in a super crowded marketplace. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hi there, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast and this particular episode we want to help you as an entrepreneur, as a poet, as a business, as a startup, to write and publish a book and make a difference with your story. Maybe you've been wondering how to get all this about. My, my guest here is Dr. Angela Loria, an expert in that and a founder of the Otter Incubator. Angela, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure I treasure. Angela, let's delve right into the subject of the day and what uh, listeners are itchy to know and learn. The question is, how do one generate six-figure revenue from a book? So you can walk us through the process. Firstly, why they must write a book, how that is done, and how you can generate a six-figure income from a book. Is that really possible in this age? It is really possible. Um, I think one thing to think about, though, is books have really changed the role that they play. So before the Internet, books were like web pages, right? And I, it's funny, I was walking to my neighborhood coffee shop this morning, and I passed one of those old newspaper boxes, used to put money in, and you could pull out a newspaper. And I used to do that every morning. I, which is showing my age, I know, but <laughs> thinking about how before we had access to like unlimited information in the world, I would go to the library all the time and I would get books and I would go to bookstores and I would go to newspaper boxes. And those were all the sources of information that there were. And now, of course, there's a bottomless pit of free information. So what's changed because of really the democratization of all this information is it has gotten dramatically harder, like by a magnitude of 10,000 to make money from book sales, but it's gotten dramatically easier to make money from books as a lead generator for consulting or coaching or any sort of an expert-based business or even for selling a product, really. Books are the best way now to differentiate yourself in a super crowded marketplace and to generate leads. And they're really one of the worst ways to generate revenue from sales of them. Some people make money from sales, but so few it's not really worth trying. So that's the first thing um, that you have to know going into it. Making money from book sales has gotten almost impossible. But making money from books has gotten a lot easier. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. So the idea is that you, you, 
you're going to use your book as a hook, as a bait to promote your other existing business. So book serve as a lead generation tool uh, rather than focusing on actually trying to make money from book sales. It's, 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 it's revenue is different, but you can use that as, as the best way to use it as a tool to rather sell other products and services like consulting and other business that you do. Yep, that's exactly it. And once you can get over the desire to make money from book sales, <laughs> you can get really excited about generating six, seven, or even eight figures by establishing yourself as an expert with a book. All right, so let's begin the expert status. So one, we want to build, uh, there's one quote I, I, I like, and the author says that one man is as good as another until he's written a book. Ha! I think that's so true. I have a version of that statement. What I say is, before you write your book, and after you write your book, you're just as good as what you do. No, mm. Nothing has really changed about you. But the way people perceive you after you've written a book is dramatically different. So why not take advantage of that? It's it's not really fair, but we <laughs> might be on the winning side rather than the losing side of the equation. That is so, so, so true. That, that like that a book as a difference maker once you have that, uh, it's changed like the keyword, the, the perception about you, your status, what you have. So it's it pushed the trigger forward for you as yep. the author. A hundred percent. So for us, where it all starts is identifying what you are now or what you are committed to being an expert in. And Fortunately or unfortunately, this is the hardest step for most of our clients because many entrepreneurs have that shiny object syndrome. Are you familiar with that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they, when they think about writing a book, they get excited, but then they think about all the different types of things they might want to write about. And the trick to making this work is you have to be willing to at least try to be the best in the world at something. You don't have to be the best in the world, but you have to at least want to be the best in the world at something. So if you think about it, if your kid got cancer, just as an example, God forbid, if your kid got cancer, you wouldn't want to go to the second best surgeon you wouldn't even want to go to the surgeon who may or may not be working on it. Like, meh. You would want to go to the best place in the world you could possibly take your kid. And that's true with all of us. When we make an investment, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make an investment in hiring a marketing manager, you're not like, eh, I don't care. Maybe I'll get the third best candidate. I'm just going to randomly pick an application. We all want the best for our business, which makes perfect sense. So if you want to be an expert, you have to at least be willing to say, I want to be the best. You don't have to be the best, but you have to at least want it. And that's where I find people get hung up right away. <laughs> yeah, we all... 
want to hire or refer, recommend an expert in the field the best. So it all begins, like you mentioned, the desire and the positioning in terms of branding that you want to become known or the go-to guy in a field. That's yep. the ball rolling. So which field do you want to be the go-to person? You want to become an expert in the area? Then we can kickstart, right? I like that phrase, the go-to guy. That's exactly right. Like, who do I go to for that? Oh, you want new AV for your virtual events? Yeah, who's the go-to guy? If you can't put your finger on that, that is a great reason to hire and work with a coach to identify what's something I could get behind enough that I would want to be the go-to guy on that subject. Once you have that, the writing process can begin. Before you have that, you either need a coach or a consultant or a come to Jesus meeting with yourself because that is the required element. Right. So when you do have that, the actual process of writing a book becomes easier. And I'll take you through a few of the steps um, that I like to work with my clients on. The first one is identifying who is your ideal client. And this is really important. Your ideal client is not the person who's going to read the book and like it the most. Mm -hmm. Your ideal client is not the person who would get the most out of the book. Your ideal client is the person who's going to find the book and then want to hire you. That's what makes them ideal is that they've got a budget and they're ready to go. They're ready to hire you. Once they know you're an expert in this industry, they are looking for the go-to guy on this subject. You are the answer to their, to their prayers. You are the answer to their, their deepest wishes in that moment. So that is. Uh, that's the first thing really to understand is what am I the go-to guy in and who am I the go-to guy for? And we call that person your ideal reader. Your ideal reader is the person who will beg you to take their money. Once they hear you exist, they're going to say, shut up and take my money. That's Those are the words we love to hear. They'll go like, where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? Exactly. (laughs) Now, once we've got that, we know what you're the go-to guy on. We know who's coming to you with their problem, who's been waiting to meet you. The next thing is to create a framework to build out steps or systems that you can explain in roughly 200 pages um, that will give people a sense of what it would be like to work with you. You don't have to tell them everything. In fact, you can't tell them everything because you've only got 200 pages to work with, somewhere between 150 and 250 pages. So you can't possibly tell them everything. But You want to pick at at a high enough level, what are the steps I should walk them through so that they will know I'm the person who can help them. And we call this part of your book, um, in our program, we call that your book content 
But interestingly, your book content is also creating a framework or a program that you could teach interested readers, or you could even hire someone to work for you that could teach your your interested readers. So when a reader comes to you and says, could you do that thing in my business? Could you do that thing in my family? Could you help me lose weight that way? Whatever you're consulting or helping people with, um, when they come to you, you can be their trainer or you can hire their trainer using the framework that you wrote about in the book. So the next thing we do is we develop a framework. And then once we have that framework, we want to put it into a context that will generate leads without feeling salesy, basically, mm. without being like, buy for me, like a Ginsu knife salesperson. I, so I think that that's the that's part that sounds sound, uh, sometimes a little bit tricky in there because that once you have the framework and you have the structure and the content outline and all that, that you believe you could walk uh, your ideal reader through, sometimes it's, it's, it's not to not to present it as a pitch, uh, you will need to do work it in a way that they don't feel like you are selling to them, eh? but you want them to go through the process. Uh, someone say get stuck somewhere and able to call you to lead them through or something. Exactly, and it's I don't know exactly why, but I find this is one of the things our authors who work with us, they want to, they've, they've heard other people being salesy. Mm -hmm. So they default into this weird language, which isn't how regular people speak. And they start convincing. And if you ever want to lose clients, try and convince them to buy from you. Because convincing is not good. One of the things that I... Um, learn from my coach, Kevin Nations, who's an amazing guy. Um, you should have him as a guest. And uh -huh. he said to me once, the prize never chases. Mm. And I remember being, I was actually in South Africa on safari and I watched a, um, I watched a, uh, it was actually a, I think they call them painted dogs, like a pack of wild dogs chasing an antelope, chasing this, I don't know, elk or antelope. And then it was a whole pack of them. There were like, I don't know, 30 dogs and maybe 3,000 antelopes. <laughs> and the antelopes were all running away. Right. But the dogs were running towards the antelopes. And if one of the antelopes turned around and started chasing the dog, like that would be the confusing thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whoever is doing the chasing is the alpha. That's right. the person. If you're the author, you want to be one of these wild dogs. Let me tell you, they took down a lot of antelope that day. <laughs> they, were, they were gone. They were there and they were gone. It happened so fast. And if you do your book right, you're not the antelope bark turning around going, na, 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 na. You can't get me. Like, they're just running. That's it. So I always think that whenever I'm writing is that here's the secret. 
somebody wrote a book on this too. I think Cal, Cal Newport, I'll find you the name of it, but this is the whole secret. Be awesome. (laughs) Like if you, if you are awesome, people are going to want to work with you. So the goal isn't tell people you're awesome, but actually just, yes, his book is called So Good They Can't Ignore You. Why Skills Trump Passion in the Quest for Work You Love. Just pick the thing you're going to be an expert in, and then here's a crazy idea. Be an expert in it. Study really hard. Like, be the person that everyone else would want to work with. And then in your book, the key to using your book to get lots of clients is tell stories about the other smart people who invested in working with you and got amazing results. Awesome. So be awesome. Um, while your audience was in video content, and that serves as a trigger to get them hire you. Yeah. That sort of, because what happens is somebody reads it and they're like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if I could hire him. Huh. So here's a great way to get sales with a book. When I was working with my client, Amanda, and then you say, you know, Amanda came to me and she wanted to transform her relationship with her boss. And Amanda told me she wanted a raise. And you describe your experience with Amanda. The reader will think, well, that's interesting. I want what Amanda has. I wonder if she'll (laughs) work with me. But if you say, if you decide to work with me, we'll make sure that we get you a raise and a promotion. And if you've ever worried about your boss, you won't worry about your boss another day because you'll have the secrets to always having a boss you love. I'm like, ew. Nope, stop trying to convince me. So storytelling is the key to getting people to have that trigger in their own mind where they're like, hey, I think I might want to work with you. And that is a much better sale and a much better client. The stories sell. Stories sell. Absolutely. Okay, so at this stage, uh, what, what, you wanted to do again? Yeah, so now we've got, we know who you are, we know who uh, you're writing the book for, we've got our system, yeah. we're clear on storytelling. Now we've got to get the book actually published, because a book can't make a difference sitting on your hard drive. You're going to have to actually publish it. So um, the key to this is having deadlines and making an investment. So if you make an investment in an editor, in uh, a publishing company like ours, uh, if you make an investment, make sure you're making an investment where it's tied to a specific deadline. And if you don't finish by the deadline you agree to, you will lose your money. Now, that might seem scary, but isn't it more scary not to publish when you said you wanted to? So... Uh, that is the key. Uh, that's the key there. So, um, that's the first thing. Get that book out there. And then when the book is out there, uh, what you'll want to do is, um, have a plan for marketing it. 
And there are two primary ways to market a book that will generate revenue. The first option is speaking. What I recommend for all my authors is they give a minimum of one speech a week, unpaid. The reason you want it to be unpaid is because that is the best way to get in front of the most audiences. You can give them your book, and then when you give them your book, collect their email address, follow up, and eventually sell them something. So one speech on average equals about one and a half clients. So if you give, uh, with our authors, if they give four speeches a month, they'll end up with six clients. And it really only takes about 10 hours a week to get a speech set up and uh, sometimes even a little less. Yeah. You do have to pitch a lot of places, but if you can get one speech a week with regularity, you'll have about six clients. If your clients have an overall lifetime value of 10 grand, that is 60 grand a month, which is about a half a million dollar business and a little bit more, I guess a $720,000 business. But at the end of the day, that's a really sweet business and you don't even have to pay for marketing. So that's one option for in the kind of mid six figures, 500,000 to 750,000. We like the speaking model. The other model, which is the model that'll take you to a million and beyond, that's the seven figure model, is giving your book away through advertising. So you run ads. You give your book away for free, and then on the thank you page, you make an offer um, that's often a a low-priced offer, maybe $20 or $100, and that covers, that's called a self-liquidating offer, that will cover the cost of your ad spend. So the advertising ultimately won't cost you anything. You'll create this self-liquidating offer to cover the cost of your ad spend. And then you'll get a handful of the people who get your book for free will hire you. So the more clients you want, the more books that you give away through advertising. Okay, so either you use or you can you can do both. Either you use a speaking approach. Hundred percent, you can definitely. (laughs) Then, or you offer the book. So these two then will certainly may multiply and give you give you speed in terms of results and uh, as you desire. Yep, exactly. How can one write a book and write it that fast? Oh well, that's very interesting. Uh, the, the secret, I'm going to give you the secret and it's super, super, super easy. Mm-hmm. You treat each chapter just like a timed test that you would have had in school and you hire a proctor and the proctor can just be a virtual assistant. It could just be someone you pay hourly to come in and do this for you. But they're going to tell you the start time. They're going to say, okay, you got your hands on the keyboard. The time is about to start. 
and you write each chapter in two hours or less. And you're not trying to write the best chapter. You're trying to write the best chapter you can write in two hours. So if you have a 12 chapter book, you can write your book in three eight hour days. Usually we make them 10 hour days and take breaks in the morning and afternoon and for lunch. Um, and most of our authors write their book, their 12 chapter book over the course of three days and three, like not awful days. Right? <laughs> like getting sleeping and we do dance parties and sometimes we'll do a yoga class and there's music and there's wine for people who are into that sort of thing. So you can write your book in three days once you know what you're going to write. Well, that sounds like a good plan to work with. So that's pretty much how it works with our authors. So what happens is they sign up to write a book with us. We get the book done in a few months. And then when the book comes out, we launch it to our list and we teach them how to launch it to their list. And then we help them to get speaking engagements or buy ads uh, in order to fill their funnel. And as their funnel fills, because they use these storytelling techniques, they find that clients are just basically begging to work with them. They don't have to do anything. Now, not a ton. They, it's about 3% of readers will beg to work with you, basically. So they can get about 3% of their readers who will come to them and say, I don't care how much it costs. I got to work with you. And if we want more clients, we just buy more ads or give more speeches. <laughs> oh, you do both, let's say. Or you do both. Yep. <laughs> what is the next action I need to do right now? Um, I, you know, the number one most important thing you can do is get really clear on your expertise. And I really, I mean, you do personal branding, so let's have a chat about this. Um, it's hard right. to brand yourself if you don't know what you're branding yourself as, right? Exactly. So what do you do your personal branding, you know, your own personal brand to get clear on who you are? What was your process? So the first thing that most important is to help clients or help people uh, to find their purpose, their why. That needs to be clarified because I, I see that without a clear sense of purpose and direction of your life, you will not a fake brand. So you need to know who you I, are, what are my strengths, my weakness, you, you do all that. Then, okay, my strengths are in this area. This is the area I think I can build upon. So you, you, you work on your, your strength and you manage your weakness. You don't build um, empires on your weaknesses. So that's the first step, finding your purpose, your why, clarifying that. Then we can build a brand on all the other strategies. So that's the key, most important thing, that your why yeah. needs to be clarified and your purpose needs to be set. I think that's I think that's true with book writing as well. And then the other thing I would add to that is um, there's a great book by a woman named Pamela Slim. It's called Body of Work. And I find it so helpful in the work that I do with my clients. Most people have a hard time identifying what they're an expert in. And body of work is a great way of mapping out everything you've done in your life 
all the crazy jobs you've taken, your family, the places you've traveled, really just looking back on your whole life, seeing the connections between those things. And she tells such great stories in that book of the way people uh, came to the thing they were always meant to do by tracking their history and it leading to a logical conclusion. And that's what I do with my clients. I sit down with them and we go through a timeline of their life. And my mission is to identify what are the patterns? Like, have you always been the person people would come to for financial advice? And then you had a job you hated as a bookkeeper but you were, let's say, also helping your sister run her hair salon and you were doing the finances for that. So we just look through things you've been paid for, things you've studied in school, all the areas of your life and look for some threads because you probably are already an expert. You just don't know it. That's true. So that's where I would start. If you know that you are an expert in something already and you know what that is, then I would start by outlining a process, like a very specific process that will seem really dumbed down to you because you know it's more complex and you know it's different for every client. But you have to come up with that base model and once you have that base model, you can customize it and build on it from your client for your clients. Um, but you got to have that basic structure in place. And that's the next thing that I find most people haven't done. Basic structure. Yep. A framework, steps, tools. Most people want to say, I can't, I can't do this because it's different for every client. Clients always come to me for different things and their situations always different. And I can't just have one process. But the truth is there are things that you always say, like over and over again, you mm -hmm. find yourself saying 10 things and we have to capture what those are. You'll customize all the things that need to be customized. But there are some things that are like, you just always cover this. You always cover finding your why. No matter who you're working with, that's just like core to you and what you do. Right. And we have to identify what are those steps that you're going to take someone through no matter what. And then we just customize the difference. Okay. That makes easier and, and, and more, 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 I mean, actionable. To work with. Yeah, what happens is anything that you find you're annoyed, you're always saying, like, God, how many times do I have to say that? That probably means it's part of your core process. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Dr. Angela, how can uh, listeners get in touch with you to help them through a process like this? Well, the first thing I want to say is on my website, which is the author incubator. So it's T H E author, A U T H O R incubator, I N C U B A T O R dot com. 
I have a secret web page just for your listeners where I put all of my books. So if they go to the authorincubator.com slash free books, you can get every single one of my books. There's five of them up there on how to write a great book, how to give your book away, how to find a publisher, how to make lots of money from your book, how to use your book to get clients. They're all there and they're all available for free. So you don't have to give your money to Amazon. And that is the number one place I would direct people. Um, but you can also find me as the author incubator on Facebook and all of the socials. And um, that's probably the best place to see what all of our authors are up to. Awesome. So listeners, take advantage of this now. Just go to the link. Uh, it'll be available in the show notes as well. And just click go. Uh, get all this, the freebies and hire Los Angeles to make your dream happen. Thank you. Angela, I always ask, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world? My billion-dollar advice to the world is three words. Here they are. Mm -hmm. Be willing to suck. I guess that's four words. (laughs) (laughs) Be willing to suck. And what that means to me is doing something imperfectly is better than not doing it at all. So ship early, ship often, put your stuff out there. And um, and if people don't like it, improve on it. Take that feedback. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. Feedback is the breakfast for champions. Just begin. It might not be perfect, but perfect is along the way. Exactly. All right, Dr. Angela, thank you so much for your time and for the knowledge shared. I believe listeners will find it really, really insightful to take action on that and come back and give us feedback that this has helped them. Thanks for having me. I love being here. It's a pleasure. I treasure.